up, guys? You are listening to the Lunchbox Chats. We are your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. Welcome to another week. Hey, everybody. What's going on, eh? Oh, man. I'm exhausted. Girl, me too. So apologies ahead of time to our audience if I sound a little groggy because I feel like the whole week I've just been trying to just catch up with sleep and trying to like regroup myself and I feel like my voice is just shot does your voice do that yeah especially if I'm like overly worked and just haven't slept well in a couple of nights like consistently yeah for sure Yeah, that's how I feel. But I also feel that when my voice gets like this, I sound super sexy. (laughs) Oh. I mean, but in my head, because you know what you sound like in your head is completely different than what you actually sound like in real life. So probably in real life, I sound awful. I'll, I'll know when I listen to this podcast. But in my head, I mean, I can be one of those like phone operators. Okay, that could be, you know, your next job after this. Yeah, why not? I mean, I personally think I still sound like a man on here, but I've accepted it. And you know what? It's okay. I'm embracing it. Yeah, I think you have a calming voice. I think I've said this to you before. Yeah, you have. So I'm taking it and, you know, it's okay. But no, for sure. It's just been one of those weeks where work has kicked my ass royally and... It's just been a kind of a little emotional week because, you know, my um, lunchbox flow is arriving. So I just get super emotional and like, it's just like a hot mess. But it's OK. You know, it's it's OK. We're going to be we're going to make it. We're making it. Well, I just came back from a weekend in Miami. Yes. Please tell us all about it. Oh, my God. So, you know, I love Miami. I think I've told all of you guys like my love for Miami is real. And I think I go like every other year or I try to make it every year, but sometimes it doesn't work out. But we were down celebrating um, with my cousins and it was my cousin Johnny's 30th birthday. And Johnny's actually um, the person who created our little intro song. So shout out to Johnny. Hey. Hey. So we stayed down in Miami. We stayed down at the Fountain Blue. And I've never actually stayed uh, so far off actual South Beach Strip. So this was like a little more north. It was like on 44th Street. But this hotel had 11 pools. And every single pool like had a pool party. Oh, yeah. The pictures you were showing me look gorgeous. Oh, my God. It was on another level. So I, of course, me, I'm crazy psychotic, and I like to make the most out of my day. So I'll fly, like, the red eye out. So I was in Miami by 9 a.m. So 9 a.m. in Miami, ready to party. I was waiting for everybody to come down, and it was just such a fun weekend. First of all, of course, we always get our bottle service at the club, and we always party hard there. We... I think we went to bed like 5 a.m. And then you just wake up and you party again and you go to the pool. And I got so sunburnt, but it was just so nice being on vacation with my family, like the family, you know, because you're all so similar and you have, you want to do the same things. You enjoy the same things. You like the same food. So there's no drama. And it was just such a great time. And I cannot wait to go again. Yeah. It's the company that you keep that makes it really, really valuable. 
Yeah, I love it. And Miami, I just Miami is just always a good time. It's just the the passion. Like you feel it again as soon as you get off the like plane. It's called like Miami Heat, like for a reason. Like you feel that shit as soon as you step off the plane, and it's like electrifying. And I got I get so sad every time I leave Miami. Yeah, I think that's probably why another reason why you're in a funk. Yeah, I'm like, I'm already, I'm having, I'm missing it so much. But I'm also, I think I'm still recovering. (laughs) Yeah, this is like post Miami. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to need now one month to recover. It's like, welcome to your 30s. You now need one month to recover from a four day weekend. It's it's true. It's true. It's it's like, when I called you, I was on my way to um, my work meeting and you were there and your whole like tone of your voice was so different. You you could just like hear the smile on your on your voice that when you were when we were talking, we we're catching up and you were just sipping on your cappuccino and like you were enjoying your view. And I was like, this bitch. Yes. Yeah. Me and Essie had a great like one hour little chat and I was straight off the plane. So I was exhausted, but I was just so happy. And I think it's just the state of Florida. Me and Essie have plans to move there in the near future, hopefully, when this podcast launches. But even just landing in Florida, the palm trees, the sunshine, it's just immediate happiness. Like, my body just instantly relaxes. And, yeah, you said it. You're like, I hear how happy you are through the tone of your voice. Yeah, it's true. And I was, like, so happy for you. And I totally can correlate to how Florida is. I love Florida. I just love everything about it. And yes, I really hope that um, in our future five-year plan, Florida is our destination. So. Oh, for sure. But that's for cool. Sure. Did you guys like, besides the um, pool parties, what else did you, any clubs or? Yeah, we did live. So live. So the best part about the Fontainebleau is it has one of the hottest like nightclubs there. It's called live and it's inside the hotel. So at 5 a.m., like when you're stumbling out, all you got to do is just you know, click on that little elevator button and you just go to your room. So there's no travel. You're just stumbling into your room and then you go to bed. So convenient. Yeah. And then we hit some like cute little restaurants. This We went to Prime 112, which was down in South Beach, which had amazing steak. Like, I'm still drooling from the taste of that steak. It was so good. And then we did dinner at the Versace Mansion, of course. I wanted to do that so bad that year we went. Oh, my God. It's so nice there. And every time I go, I'm like, do I really need to go back to the Versace Mansion? And the answer is always yes. I (laughs) must go back. You know, he's our paisan. He was our paisan. They're from Calabria. For real? Yeah, Donatella and Gianni, they were both born in Calabria. Oh, I don't know why I thought that was not near us. I don't know why I was thinking like Sicily or something. No, they're Calabreses. So it's like you go in there and you feel like home. But I swear to God, so we're sitting down at dinner. It's me, my cousin, and her boyfriend. And you feel the ghost energy in there. And I... I swear to God, I'm not even kidding. So we were having a conversation. So we're eating dinner. Dinner was amazing, by the way. I had lobster spaghetti. And you think it would just be spaghetti with like little chunks of lobster? No, they brought out a whole fucking lobster. (laughs) And like a whole like thing of homemade spaghetti on top of it. And it was the most glorious meal. But so we were sitting there having a conversation, right? So when we were younger, 
um, my cousin and I, we used to do like musical theater. And one of the shows that we did was um, The Wizard of Oz. And we were talking about The Wizard of Oz. And we did this when we were 12. So we were literally just having this like little nostalgic conversation. And, and then we were talking about like the ghosts and how we feel that they're there. And then all of a sudden, no joke, over like whoever, wherever the music is playing, somewhere over the rainbow from The Wizard of Oz started playing instrumentally. No shit. Swear to you, like, it was the craziest thing. And I'm like, there are ghosts here. Like, you feel the ghosts of Gianni Versace there. That's so weird. But it feels good. Like, it's not like a creepy haunted house feeling. It just feels like, wow, like, he still reigns here. And it's highly recommend. Even if you have gone to Versace Mansion, go again because... I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, no, I hear amazing things. But I will say, ever since that, um, I don't know, I don't know if it was like a documentary or whatever the hell that thing was. It has me shook. I haven't been the same since. (laughs) Girl, me either. You know, I haven't finished watching it because I got so disturbed by it. It's thick. It's really disturbing. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like, you know my fascination with serial killers. Yeah. But there's something about the man. I think his name was Andrew. Andrew. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There's something about him that, like, really rubbed me the wrong way. Like, he just deeply disturbed me. And I couldn't finish watching the series. Oh, yeah. No. Ever since then, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, and, you know, obviously, I watched the series or whatever the hell that was documentary way after we had went to Miami. So, I was like, you know, I want to go. Like, I just want to, like, experience it now, like, now that I saw this. But it's, sh- it's like, disturbing, you know? Yeah, it's so disturbing. Especially because it all happened right there. Yeah, right there, right in front stuff. It's crazy. And, and I'm telling you, girl, like, when we go for my batch Lorette party, that's hey. where we're going. Uh, we we're- are. Is that, like, legit? Oh, it's official. We're going okay. to Miami. Like, done and done and done. This trip solidified it. Okay. That works for me. I'm down. Yeah, it's just my city, but we're definitely going to Versace Mansion, and we're going to hold, like, a seance or something. Oh, my God. This best trip party is going to be such a shit show. I'm literally, I'm apologizing to my liver, like, this far in advance. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you're going to have to. It's going to be a shit show. Um, so that's my next question. Uh, how far in advance did you have to make reservations for the Versace? Um, about a week in advance, we made the Versace mansion. Oh, uh, it wasn't that. Okay. I'm here. I'm thinking we need like months in advance. No. Well, we also did go on Thursday evening. So I tried to book Saturday evening a week in advance and I did not have any reservations. Okay. All right. So something like that. And you can also stay at the mansion. Yeah, that no, I'm good. I mean, if that's what you want to do and I mean, I'll do it because that's what you want. But again, after watching this thing, I don't think I could do it. (laughs) So I think the first night, like, I want to stay at the mansion. And maybe, like, I'll arrive ahead of everybody. Or I don't know how it's going to work out. But, like, I need to stay there. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I want to have, like, a a medium with me. Like, I want to hold a seance. I want to channel the spirits there. Because there are so many spirits. Okay. I mean, like, again, I'll do it because that's what you want to do. But it's a little freaky. I'm not going to lie. Bring your holy water, girl. Yes. You're, you're I bring that shit everywhere. <laughs> you're going to need it, along with, like, a bottle of vodka. Oh, man. I, I'm telling you, that weekend. I hope you're ready for that freaking weekend. 
Oh, I'm I'm literally I'm gonna stay down there five days. Like I have it all planned out already. Like um, we're but good. Yeah, but you're not supposed to be planning it. We are. I know, but you know I'm a control freak. You know yeah. the way I put on my bra makes me a control freak. Like <laughs> I can't. I have to like plan everything. I'm psycho. Yeah, well, as long as you admit it. That's the first step is admitting it. Yeah, exactly. Cycle um, for life. Yeah, so well, how about you? Yeah, I'm like, I'm glad you had a good time. I mean, I like I said, I could totally tell like your whole demeanor and everything shifted when I was when you were down there. And then look, we come back like you're back and it, like what a shitty week. Misery. Yeah. It's like you come back to New York. And don't get me wrong, like I love New York. I love the Northeast. It's all great. It's it's fall and for the first time ever, I thought of you this whole week every time I stepped outside, I'm like Oh, it's actually really nice weather. I have my pumpkin candle, but still the energy up here, it's just too just fast. Wait, just, what? Pumpkin candle are we talking about here? So, I mean, it's a super cheap pumpkin candle. It's called pumpkin custard and I got it at Rite Aid. Okay. Well, I that well, my next question is, what have you decorated for fall yet? So I actually, you would be so proud. I went out and I bought like a couple of little fall decorations. I don't go all out like you, like Estee's house, guys. <laughs> it's literally like a corn maze. Like, what the hell? It is. I mean, compared to my house, for sure. You literally have corn stalk. I do have corn. I'm t- I, yes, I do have a corn stalk. What does that have a fucking corn maze? Calm down there. But still, I mean, I literally, I'm going to put a picture on Instagram of my decoration versus Etsy decoration. (laughs) I have like a pumpkin and like a thing that says like booze, yeah, bitches or something like that. (laughs) It is the most ghetto fall decorations, but I did buy a spider web that um, we're going to put on our front door. And I think that's more Halloween-y, but that's all I got for you. No, I mean, I'm I'm just thoroughly impressed that you contributed to this season because this is my this is my season. I love as we discussed, I love everything that has to do with fall. Like this weather is like perfect. And you, where do you go wrong? If you're not stepping outside and smiling, I think something's wrong with you. It's like beautiful, fresh air, all these things. But my next question, because I know not only myself but so do our listeners, want to know: Have you done any fall activities yet? No. Nothing. Other than like put on a jacket, no. Okay. Well, do you plan on doing any fall activities? No. All right. Well, I tried something this uh this year that I've never done ever, and um you know branching out, doing new things. Why not? So I went on this um, it wasn't a hayride. They called it zombie paintballing. <laughs> oh okay yeah so again something new i had a great time at first i was like okay zombie so for those of you who know me know i do not that's the thing like i love the fall and but yet i fucking hate halloween it's really bizarre halloween is the one like holiday whatever have it i'm not a fan of this me and scary things just do not have never either i feel the same way yeah we just don't get along but we never i never have and um so Halloween is just like, I mean, yes, it's in like my favorite time of the year. But anyway, so I was like, okay, what are we doing? Like, this is a, not me, but whatever, you know, branching out, doing your thing. So we get on this um, 
I don't know, like this truck or whatever. And there's like a ridiculous amount of paintball guns on this on this back of this truck. And I'm just like, what the hell? And it's like open field. And obviously you do this at night. And I'm like, okay, this, what is going on? So the driver puts the announcement on like saying um, they're going to put, there's going to be like floodlights on places that it's going to be black, like pitch black at first. And they're going to put the floodlight uh, floodlights on at certain areas where you then have to kill the zombies. And I'm like, oh my God, they're going to come on the truck. Like here I'm like freaking out, whatever. <laughs> and I was just like, whatever, it's going to happen. But they didn't do that. It was just really cool. Like we went towards the zombies. So the, like the motive was just to like, shoot them and kill them so they don't get on the truck you know does that make sense i mean it makes sense but my question for you is you get on this like crazy truck in pitch darkness going towards these zombies and yet you're scared to stay at the versace mansion for one night <laughs> like how does that make sense you know what now that you said it out loud that's a good that's a good point you got me there i i don't know i was just something different i'm but again, what did I say? I would stay there for you for your what like for your bachelorette. I would do that for you because obviously you're there. I don't know who else right. is coming, but you know, I'm sure I'm gonna feel comfortable. But I was just, you know, out of my element. But it was, it was like so much fun. I had so much fun. I would totally do it again. It was like the first time I've ever done it. And um, yeah, so I really strongly recommend for anybody who wants to do it something totally different. So were you aiming so at the guns like at the zombies? Like were you trying to kill them? Yeah, that was the point. It was to shoot them so they don't att- get you, like, on the van. Oh. Yeah. So do they have guns? Like, are they pointing paintballs back at you? No, no. It's just us at them. And so we completed the course and whatnot. Then there was another course that you walk through it in uh-uh. pitch black. And and they, kind of like, they were saying that zombies was to come out, which I'm like, yeah, no, you, you had me uh, walking in the maze in pitch darkness, but no, not happening. So I did not do that. However, I, um, I did experience, well, not experience, I witnessed, I should say, because I would never do it. So I've never seen this before. And so it was like um, this one area, it was like a, a farm. So in the barn of the area, they had coffins. And what the f- like where the <laughs> fuck were you were you, you in I've a never... cemetery no no it was like the first time i've done this shit so it was crazy so it was like there's coffins but fake ones obviously you know god forbid and so the the, uh, the motive of the object or i'm sorry yeah no the, what you had to do was that the, you you would pay this lady who was dressed up as a witch who was a crazy witch like like blood coming ever it was like disturbing and you would have to lay in the coffin but what they don't tell you that the coffin moves so it lifts it shifts left and right it shakes you and you have to like like pretty much finish it towards the end of the course and pe- like no one was making me through like it would last two minutes in this thing and they shut and they don't lock it but they shut <gasps> it you know you're stuck in there whatever and we were like watching and watching and no one could no one can make it. But that shit's crazy. You couldn't pay me enough money to do that. Wait, so they they put you in this coffin and you have to escape it? Yeah, so they, yeah, but because, like, I, and so inside the coffin, you just hear, like, sound effects, like, you know, um, twigs um, breaking, leaves crunching, mm. screaming, yelling, like, all the, like, you know, the whole sound effect of, like, you're dying, you're really, and then there's, and then the one, the freaking one was that, like, they were throwing dirt on the coffin as if, like, you know, they're burying you under, it was so freaking weird, and, like, super crazy, but it was, no one, we were there for, like, we watched for, like, a good, like, 10, 15 minutes, but 
no one made it through. So it was, it was pretty crazy. I mean, I like, again, you couldn't pay me enough money to do that. Oh my God. That sounds awful. First of all, because when I was little, I had this fear that somehow I would get this like magic potion that would make people think that I'm dead, but I'm really alive. And that I would be like stuck in a coffin and then I would die in the coffin. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. This is why I hate Halloween. Cause I feel like I live Halloween every day in my head and that sounds awful. Yeah, it was freaking crazy. Um, who I are these have... people that like actually go and do this? If you are one of these people who <laughs> loves these types of thrills, like, please, we want to have you on the podcast because I just want to dissect your brain and be like, what goes on in there? Yes, for, yes, good, good, good point. Yeah, for sure. Contact us. We would love to know. I, I uh, listen. I wouldn't do it, but I know they have something similar as Six Flags because I went last year. And, um, but at Six Flags, I think like people actually stayed there for hours and hours and hours on end. I think the motive of that one was to stay as long as you possibly can in a coffin. But for some reason, I think the coffin was open. You're just, you're just down in like down on the ground more, if that makes sense. Oh my God, no. So I went to Six Flags Fright Fest only one time in my life. And honestly, I don't think I'll ever go back again. I was proud of myself for even going last year. Again, I don't do like, scary shit and then the chainsaw like the sound effects no it doesn't Mm-mm. work for me it does not work for me Mm-mm. i wonder if that like runs in our family like does everybody hate no actually no not everybody hates scary movies but i think a majority of us don't like anything like scary movies we don't like haunted houses we don't like being buried in the ground in a coffin <laughs> like I mean, it's just fascinating to me that people love doing this stuff. Like, they get, like, a high off of it. I know. I know. But, hey, to each its own. Well, but, yeah, but good for you for going and stepping outside of your comfort zone. I know. I was, uh, it, it was quite the experience, I should say. Yeah, that was definitely fall activity enough for the both of us. <laughs> I, I'm good. Go. You have to at least go pumpkin picking. Come on. No, I told you I go pumpkin picking at like the corner deli. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. The only fall thing I'm doing is like literally lighting my pumpkin custard candle <laughs> and putting up my cute little decorations. I think that honestly, I think that's like a big step for me. No, it is. It is. I'm actually really proud of you. Thank you. Good for you. Good for you. Anywho, um, have you watched anything good on Netflix lately? So not on Netflix. I actually started watching this show on HBO. HBO. HBO called Succession and my boss was like ranting and raving about it. She's like, you must watch it. So I'm, I'm on the first episode and it looks so good. So it's about a family who owns this really big company and the dad is supposed to sort of step down and pass the reign to the next generation. But he, it looks like he just really doesn't trust any of his children and he's going to never retire And I think it's the story of like the family, the business, and sort of like the relationships between all of them. So I'm excited to keep watching that. Yeah, let us know how that will go. For sure. Um, I recently finished watching the Travis Scott documentary. Oh my God. So is it a recent one? Um, I mean, it's the only one I saw of him on Netflix. So how was it? What did he say? I, you know what? I I never thought I'd say this, but I was thoroughly impressed. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize how hard he goes for his fans. It's 
It's very interesting. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't think he was that type of person, but he really, really goes hard for them. Like, it's called, he does, like, these crowd surfing and he mosh pits. Like, yeah, it was insane. I mean. He goes but, hard on them or goes hard for them? Like, <laughs> uh, really, really. I mean, uh, I, I can't. I, I literally cannot with you. Meaning, like, he is all about his fans. And I did not think that about him. I don't know why. I, I don't know. I think ever since he was with Kylie, but not with Kylie anymore. I don't know what's going on there. We'll talk about that later. Um, I don't know. I just got, I, I just figured he was, I, I know this is going to sound really messed up, but I really thought he only became super relevant due to his fame with Kylie, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally makes sense. I mean, honestly, that's the only, that's how I heard about him. Yeah, you and everybody else in the world. So that's what I'm saying. This documentary proved me wrong. So that's what I'm saying. For any one of those people who thought the same thing, like me and everybody else, watch it. Because that's what I'm saying. He's all about his fans. He he really, really is. He connects with them on such a level. And he really is all about, he totally brings light to mental, mental um, awareness to everybody, mental health awareness. Apologize. Sorry about that. And he's just really, it's just, I was so impressed. And the love that this man has for Kylie and for his daughter and his, for his mother. Wow. Again, I was shocked. I, I really didn't. I judged him. I'm not going to lie. And now that I watch this, I, my whole, whole demeanor, I'm sorry. No, my opinion of him is completely changed. I'm actually shocked listening to this. I mean, I don't know much about him, but you know, me and my judgment, like I wouldn't think he was like that either, but I mean, I gotta maybe not check the whole thing out, but maybe I'll do like a quick little fast forward through. Cause I'm all about a guy who is like, loves his girl loves his mama, loves his baby, like, yes, like, you show that love. But I also love when celebrities show so much love for their fans because at the end of the day, that's why you're there. Yeah, and he totally uh, gives back to his town where he was from, and he sells out arenas, like, all over the place. And, really? Like, yeah, and like I said, so so his arenas, like, sell out, and security, I, I guess, gives not all at all his events, but – most of his events give him a hard time about their fans, like constantly trying to bum rush the stage and come up on the stage and, you know, try to drag him out on, in, onto the floor, whatever. And he, and he's like, you know, bypassing all security, whatever. There's like moshing going on. He like goes into the crowds. It's, it's, that's what I'm saying. He, and he's like, defends his fans uh, like through it all. And I'm just like, okay, like, I, I just, I don't know. I didn't think that of him. And, how he gives back to the town and how he brings awareness to where he came from and his family and his friends. He's so loyal to his friends. And it's just, it's really, it was really, really nice. And then he, you know, talks about, well, not talks about it, but you see about Kylie and and their daughter. And it's just super cute. It's really, really nice. I, I, I would recommend watching it. I love it. I got to check out his like birth chart and see like why him and Kylie are so compatible and also why they broke up. Yeah, we, we will discuss that. The other one I saw, which I've been meaning to watch, I just really haven't had the time and I did. And to be honest with you, it like pains me to say this because I love her so much is Chelsea Handler's documentary. It wasn't that good. Really? Yeah, you love and you love Chelsea. I do. I do. And I was I was really disappointed in it. And I don't know. I honestly don't know what I was expecting. I think I was expecting a more comedian side from her when it, it was a complete opposite. It was her trying to um, shed light on 
issues going on and because she's really really vocal about our president and whatnot mm-hmm. but i won't get into that because i'm not trying to get us sued so um she it, it was just very different and it was a different side of her that i guess i'm not used to so i wasn't feeling it so that's just my opinion i don't want to like ruin it for everybody but you know if, if you love her she's still like who she is and she stands by what she does it's just i was expecting something different so i think that's why i was disappointed in it you know so was it so it wasn't like a comedy show it was no. more like following just what she does on a daily basis or just her opinion on like the political standpoint of the country exactly it was about that and um it was about that and how she has all this privilege for being a, a, a white a white female and how she mm. took it how she just never realized she was taking advantage of it and how it was a daily reminder of every day of how she was raised and lived and now and how her lifestyle now is. And it, it's just, it, you just have to watch it. I don't know. It's, it's, she's shedding light on great topics. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not about the whole political stuff. You know me. I'm, it's just not for me. Yeah. I'm never, I'm not a big Chelsea fan. You know this, like, mm-hmm. I think she's like funny, like she's okay funny, but I mean, she's not, uh, that won't be on my list to watch for sure. <laughs> You came with us to watch her one year, remember? Not Chelsea. It wasn't Chelsea? No, it was um, the redhead. Oh, Kathy Griffin, that's right. Yes, her I love. Oh, yeah. I thought you came with us to see Chelsea as well. No, not Chelsea. I'm not a fan of Chelsea. I never was. Yeah, she's... She, like, um, rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. And I, I don't know her, but it's just, like, her energy doesn't mesh with mine. Yeah, you either love her or hate her. I love her. I just, again, that's why I thought, like, Oh, she's got another documentary or whatever stand up, and no, it was not that at all. Oh, <laughs> that's disappointing for you. Yeah, it's all right, but um, I do need to apologize, um, because one of our listeners uh, shouted me out on my own shit. So a couple episodes past, I was talking up Wentworth and how amazing it was, and it still is, if you ask me. And I was saying how it was the British version of Orange is New Black, uh, Orange is New Black. So yes. I apologize because I was wrong because our, our one of our listeners um, was like, no, it ain't British. It's the Australian version. So I apologize. Um, Girl. <laughs> yeah, it was my fault. My fault. You got the, what is that called? Accent mixed up. Yeah, for sure. But you know what? It's okay. It's still a great show and I highly recommend it. So I apologize and thank you for correcting <laughs> me. And that's what you guys are here for. So for sure, continue because... We're not always accurate all the time here. Gotta love our listeners. For sure, for sure. But anywho, I would like to move forward on the chats of the segment. Um, Okay, so let's talk about this whole Travis Scott, Kylie shit. I don't understand what's going on. I mean, I don't understand what's going on either. They broke up. So is there like a confirmation as to why they broke up? No, nothing at all. Okay, so just like out of thin air. I don't know. I mean, maybe they're also very young. So I think so what I heard through like Instagram stratosphere is that Kylie basically she wants a bigger family and she knows exactly what she wants in life, which is so crazy because if you think about it, she's only what, like 22 years old and Mm -hmm. she has everything. So it's just like, you know, now she just wants to like have a whole bunch of children And I don't think he was on that same page with her. So I think there's like a little disconnect as to what they want right now in life. Yeah, which totally makes sense. Of course, because if you think she's like 22 going on like 50. Yeah. You know, which is wild because it's like, what else? So if you think about it, like when you're really famous and you get everything at such a young age, 
It's like, what do you do then? Like, what's next for her? Yeah, you're right. Well, uh, what do you mean what's next for her? Her freaking um, skincare. She's having, like, a tour about it. Did you hear this shit? Oh, she's going on tour? Yeah, with her skincare. Really? I fucking love Kylie. Kylie's my favorite. Oh, my God. But do you really need a tour about your skincare? But that's what I'm saying. I think she's just, like, she's... What else is there to do? You've done everything. You own a billion-dollar company. You are a mother. You're a Kardashian, Jenner. Like, where else do you go in life? You go on tour. No, you're right. When you put it that way, you're right. You're right. Yeah, but I think they might just have a disconnect as to, like, where they are in life. But like I said, I'm going to check their birth chart and follow up with you guys next segment. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. In other news... So I feel like we talked about her lately and uh, here we are again, bringing her back to conversation. So Miley Cyrus is now dating somebody else. So she broke up with her bae. Okay. Um, her, her and her and Caitlin, her bae, her new bae or her old bae? No, she broke up with her old bae. Caitlin, okay. And now she's with her new bae, Cody, Cody Simpson. Is Cody a guy or a girl? <laughs> I mean, it's true. Cody, Cody's like one of those like male, female names. You don't no, know. No, you're one right. Is. You're right. In today's day and age, you can You you have every right to ask. It's it's a male. However, when I first when this news first broke out, I was like, holy shit. Um, what's her face? Jessica Simpson and Ashley Simpson have a brother. What did we not know about this? So I was wrong. They do not have a brother. <laughs> he is um some Australian singer slash dancer slash actor really i i have to google cody simpson i feel like i might have heard about him but i thought it was jessica and ashley's like a strange brother that they don't really have yes but i have so miley's back with the guys yes she's back in the the male pool um however i did a little digging because you know me and my research here yeah so he used to date get this shit he used to date Gigi hadid yeah okay i know exactly who he is and he used to date the one the only kylie jenner what yep well again like if you think of the celebrity circle like everybody's dated each other so i mean it's almost like they recycle their base i i i mean you're you're right i just let's just see how long she's gonna stay in the male pool and let's just see how long this lasts interesting um astrology fact actually i don't know about Gigi hadid no she's not but kylie kylie yeah kylie and miley are both fire signs so kylie's a leo and miley's a sagittarius but they both have scorpio moons so this guy has a type yeah i guess like a physical type it may not be there but he definitely has an emotional type psychotic Oh boy, that's see that does that's not good news though because what if they get in this like brawl and it goes like you know bloody nose, black eye. Miley's gonna come in on her wrecking ball, right? Exactly, exactly. But you know, maybe he likes it. I'm Scorpio Moon too, so when I say psychotic, like trust me, like you're hearing it from the source here. Oh, but believe I me, mean, I know. <laughs> psychotic can also mean passionate, so <laughs> they're you know they're just passionate people. Maybe he like he he needs it i'm gonna check his birth chart too i'm gonna oh, do a no. lot of astrology work i'm yeah, writing this all down to do. <laughs> i'm writing it down girl 
Um, so yeah, so she's, uh, you know, she's moving on. She's jumping here and there to these people, but you know, her ex hubby, Liam is now dating somebody else. And I'm, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm here for it. I'm standing behind this. I think it's what he needs to do because, you know, she's in and out of these relationships super quickly. And I, you know what? After a divorce, I, I, you know, you and I both can't speak to this, but I feel like your emotions are all over the place. You don't know what the hell you want. You don't know what you're doing. You're, you're all over the place. And, and you know what? You, you should go out there and have a good time. I'm, I'm all for it, but I don't know if he's now jump. I mean, I'm for this relationship, but I just hope he's doing it not for rebounding to get back at Miley. Does that make sense? I mean, let's be real here. Like four episodes ago, they were just getting divorced. And now Miley's already on her second bay and Liam's moving on. Like, does anybody ever just take the time to Netflix chill process what goes through their head? Like, why are they constantly jumping from one relationship to another? I just think no one wants to actually deal with their shit. Like, what is going on? I feel like celebrities are just like, they just move on. Or maybe they're, that's just how they are. Yeah, maybe. But, okay, so here's the correlation I see in Miley's relationship and Liam's relationship. He is dating, uh, what's her, uh, Madison Brown, who is an Australian actress. Oh. Miley's new bae is an Australian singer, actor, dancer. What's up with Australians? Oh. Isn't Liam Australian? I have no idea. Is he? I think so. I don't I don't know. We gotta do our research on that. But yeah, yeah what's going on? Uh, and I, your favorite show is Australian. I know. Like what I, is the correlation here? There's something going on, I tell you. There's something going on. Maybe we need to go to Australia. Um, I can't do I thought about it. I just literally don't have it in my soul to sit on that plane for that long of a plane ride. Yeah, that's a long freaking plane ride. But I can't do it. But I mean, I don't know. There has to be something going on either. Like, you know, maybe they're actually getting back together and they're just using these like Australian people as a cover up. Who knows? You think? I think they're going to end up back together. But they're divorced. So they haven't they they've split up before. I mean, they weren't married. Granted that. But I think they're going to end up together again. Yeah. I mean, who knows what's up in the stars? They gotta be aligned just rightly. Who knows? I don't know. These like celebrities are basically bionic in relationships. They can just get over things and move on. But yeah. that's but that's why their relationships like don't last that long. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Process people. Process. Yes. Yes. If there's anything you take away from listening to our podcast is the word process. <laughs> word of the week. <laughs> um anywho in housewives of new jersey news yes i can't this is you know this is really sad it's really sad and i Teresa's husband or ex-husband i don't know what's going on i don't know i think are they still married right yeah i think they're still married yeah unfortunately he got deported so sad so he's officially out of the country he's officially in italy so do we know what part of italy no, that I did not. Nope, I did not investigate the whole thing. I mean, that is so sad. Was that really necessary? I don't know. Like, it's... did they really need to deport him? Like, this poor man has, like... I mean, granted, what he did was not okay. That's fine. But, I mean, he's lived in America so long. He's married. He has 
four or how many children four beautiful children yeah like why do this to his family like it's just not okay yeah i know it's really it's it's so sad it's so sad and actually today saw the most recent picture of him he's literally half the man he was oh my god i have to see a picture of him you have to see this picture like literally half of him is gone like he lost so much weight he he's ripped like he looked amazing really yeah and um, that's what jail does to you remember when Teresa came out yes I know I know she yeah it, it's it's speaking of Teresa I saw her what where you all I feel like you always see her yeah so um my mom and my, myself we went out one night and we had stopped by the Shore Hills Mall and um, we knew that there that she was doing she just came out with her, her most recent book and she was doing a book signing there and I really thought I, I've done I've I've gone to book signings before with celebrities before, whatever. And usually you're like in and out type of deal that just sign, take a picture, call it, call it a day. Here it was completely different. She sat down with everybody there and um, was just, and was getting interviewed by her ghostwriter. But uh, you know what? Listen, um, I'm going to put it out there. I, I don't know if I'm going to get shit for this, but I was actually really, really embarrassed for her when I'm telling you, I counted the number of heads that were sitting in that room. 11 people showed up. Really? Yeah. And I was shocked. I'm like, what is happening? Like, I, I, I was I was very shocked that that happened. But whatever. And two out of the, those 11 people was myself and my mother. <laughs> it, um, so, I mean, me and my mom, it was a good, it was a good night out for my mom and myself. And hmm, I wonder just, why. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't know. It, it was very bizarre. I thought that was... I, I don't know. I thought it was really, really weird. But um, so here's some little gossipy news. So she talked a lot of shit about the new upcoming season, which I'm seriously cannot wait. And uh, cannot wait. And by shit, I mean she was going hard on Danielle. So apparently they're no longer friends. What? And um, <clears throat> I get the ghostwriter who uh, the ghostwriter that was there asking her the questions was saying like I wasn't the only person that warned you and. You should have saw that coming. And and she said, she's like, yeah, you know, I wish I listened to everybody when they told me. So, yeah, she was she was making some like little little digs at Danielle. And second, which I thought was pretty interesting, too, is that she kind of made a dig, if you remember, at Carolyn and Jacqueline. Really? Well, that I remember because they had gotten into a really big argument. Yeah, but I don't know. I just thought that she had went to jail like. I don't know. Namaste'd and like forgiven and move forward. Yeah, and I thought maybe they would have let it go too, but not at all. So one of so there was a part of so this is how I knew all the shit came out is when uh, she was asking. Oh, I'm sorry. The ghostwriter asked like if there's anyone in the audience who has questions. Again, there's eleven of us, so shortly people were asking more than one question. And one of the um you know one of the people there was like, do you talk to any of them? Like whatever. And so. She's um she says she sees Carolyn in passing, but she does not speak to Jacqueline at all, like at all. Wow. And they were like very, very close. Yeah, yeah. And she said that Jacqueline's the one who got her on the show. Look at that shit. Really? Yeah. Who she is. Yes, exactly. She and is- now they don't talk. Right. Talk about full circle. Wow, that's so crazy. I wonder like what really I mean, I remember I like vaguely remember like their argument and what happened. Like when she was going to jail and then she didn't want to admit to anybody what was going on, but rightfully so. It's like there's private things going on in her home. Like sometimes you don't want to share that with anybody, including your closest friends. 
And your closest friends need to understand that it has nothing to do with them and they shouldn't get offended. Like I took Teresa's side on that for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, you know, sometimes you just don't want to talk. You just got to like, again, process it. And if that means sometimes you push the people that you love away, they, if they love you and they're really down for you, they're going to respect that and give you your time and space. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It is what it is, but I, I was just, I I had no idea, but she just said that this season, um, she said, you're going to see a lot of people's true colors. I don't know what that meant. Um, she, she, she said that she's like, I really feel already that I'm disclosing more than I should. So I don't want to get in trouble. So it, that was kind of it, but you know what? She looks really good. Um, it was so cute. Um, her oldest daughter, is that Gia? Is that the oldest? Yes. Um, her oldest daughter FaceTimed her while we were, while we were there. And, uh, she, she like would turn the camera around. We're all like waving to her. She was at school. She's doing really, really well. And it was just, she was, yeah, it was just like a good, she was like in good spirits. She looked amazing. Oh my gosh. She looks so freaking good. I mean, she always had like a cute little body, but I feel like in the last few years, her body has just been like bomb. Yeah. She's doing amazing. Good for her. I, I wonder if, she will move. I don't think she will move to Italy just because her brand is here. Her life is here. And I mean, how will, how will she get paid if she moves to Italy? You know, but does that mean it's the end of her and Joe? I don't know. She didn't. She, uh, somebody asked about Joe and at that time, uh, we only like at the time when I, when I saw her, there was no news of him getting deported. So she didn't, she kind of really didn't answer the question. They just asked like how he was doing and like, you know, what, what's your, you know, plan B. She didn't answer the plan B question, but she, she just said that he's good and that he's working out a lot. And that, that was it. She really, it was kind of short with that, which I get it. You know, you, who wants to talk about it? She's yeah. Constantly she's, like, reminded she's scared away from day. it. Yeah. And she probably still doesn't know like what the hell she's going to do. You know, it's yeah. do you uproot your family for the man that you love when he puts you through so much shit? Right. You know, I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't know what I would do in that situation. Like, do you honor your marriage vows and literally move where your husband is going? Or do you start a new life without him? Or do you have a long distance relationship where you sort of go and visit him? Is he allowed to visit the United States or no? That I'm not sure, but you know what's funny? What you said essentially for the past two years, she has lived without him. She has, yeah, totally. She's had like a long distance relationship, but yeah. does she want to go on the rest of her life like that? That gets lonely. I uh, know, so that's gonna be interesting to watch, yeah, for sure, for sure. But I figured I, you know, tell our lunchbox chatters my, my gossip of the week, so I wanted to share that with everybody. I love it. But we have a fun segment coming up on this sort of portion of our Lunchbox Chats. And it's called Getting to Know Us More. Yes. (laughs) So me and Essie have both written out a few questions that we're going to ask each other. Because I feel like me and you, even though we're family and we obviously like we're like sisters, we know each other. There's always stuff that we still want to find out about each other. So we We both wrote questions, and we're each going to answer them. All right. Go for it. Okay. So my first one is, God forbid your house was on fire, what would be the one item you would grab? Just one? Just one. It's like, you got to go. Like, there's, you have literally, like, one minute to scour your house for that one item. What would it be? 
You know what? Um, <laughs> um, it would have to be a picture of me and my brother from when I was younger. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's the only picture I have of when we were younger, just him and I. Um, yeah, and I, it, that picture means, like, the world to me, so it would definitely have to be that one. Mm, I love it. Yeah. Um, okay, can I ask you mine? Of co- Wait, so I'm going to answer, too. Oh, okay, yeah. So the one item I would grab is my lentola, which is my blanket. So <laughs> I've had this blanket. So this is a story of my blanket. So... When I came home from the hospital, my mom put this, like, sheet. It's not a baby blanket. It's not cute and pink. Like, it's a blanket that came from Italy, like, in my mom's dowry, probably. And she put it in my little crib. And ever since then, I've had this blanket. And then I think, how many years ago? Like, eight years ago, this blanket was ripping so much. and But I didn't want to get rid of it. And then I think I went to your house, eh? Uh-huh. And your mom is like, what is this thing that you're carrying with you everywhere? <laughs> I was 20 years old at this point. I was like, oh, it's my lentola. It's my blanket. I can't sleep without it. It's literally security for me. And she's like, oh, I have a, a matching one. And your mom gave me a brand new blanket. It's like the same exact one. So I threw away. Well, I didn't throw away. Like I still have my old baby blanket. It's just like in like a like one of those like plastic bag things that save it. And now I use that blanket. So that's what I would grab because I cannot sleep without it. And it's true. She brings it with her everywhere. Yeah. Psychologists would have like a field day with me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My question. Who do you think has had the largest influence on the person that you are today? Oh my God. My sister. Good answer. For sure. She's been like my role model ever since I was a little girl. And just like watching her sort of live her life and do her thing. And, you know, I've always wanted to be like her. Like she just has this fierce attitude. And she just had such a big impact. And she calls me out of my shit. And she just really brings out the best version of me. So definitely her. Good answer. Good answer. How about you? If I have to answer that, I'm going to have to say my mom. Aww. Um, yeah, we we definitely have had our ups and downs. And I, as I've shared with you guys on the podcast, ever since my um, brain surgery, we had, that woman has, a, a, I, you know, not because she's my mom. She is the strongest person I know. And the, she has overcome so many obstacles in her life and I really really feel as after my surgery and going through my surgery that I was like oh my god you know like what I this is it like I said I said my goodbyes to her whatever and she's just my everything and I don't give her enough credit that she deserves day in and day out and if I can amount to a quarter of what that woman is I I'm good you know and I hope one day I could be that way because She's she's strong is is the best word to describe her. And I, I really, really hope to be who she is today. Oh, you already are. Oh, thank you. Thank you. She's she's great. She really is. She really is. I love that answer. Okay, so my next question is when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? A doctor. 
Really? Yeah, I wanted to actually. Let me break that. I wanted to be a child, uh, like a yeah, a doctor who like, like a that's... pediatrician. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, pretty much. And well, that didn't happen. So, but yeah, I've always wanted that. I always about that. Yeah. So interesting. What about so, you? Um. So I had two that I always went back and forth with. One was a teacher, and two was an actress. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of think of myself as an actress in everyday life because I play so many roles. (laughs) But um, an actual actress, no. Nor am I a teacher, nor would I ever be a teacher. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't see that. Sorry. Hell no. I literally, no. I give credit to all the teachers, but not for me. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Um, I'd be more present. Good answer. Yeah. So I think I'd be less in my head and just more just in life and actually living and just enjoying the moment. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, I can't believe I'm going to admit this. No, I'm just kidding. Um, would be not to be so stubborn. Really? Yeah. I think as I'm getting older, that's, it's working out in my favor. I, I really, and I mean, I could be wrong, but I really feel as I'm getting older, I'm becoming a little bit less and less, but I still am. And um, yeah, I need to work on that still. It's, it's that Italian blood. For sure. It is. But you know, I, I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I'm aware of it. Don't get me wrong. And I don't mean to be that way, but sometimes it happens and I need to work on that more for sure. Mm, I love it. New Year's resolutions. Yeah, for sure. Mm, Good question. So my next question is, if you got stuck on an elevator and were forced to listen to only one song over and over again, what would it be? (laughs) (laughs) Um... What the hell? What is, like, my thing with, like, picking, like, one thing tonight? But um... I don't know. I guess it would have to be the one that I'm listening to on repeat, um, like, a lot these days. It would have to be Post Malone's song. It's called On the Road. On the Road. I have to listen to it. Yeah. it's I, I've been listening to it. Well, I love Posty. I don't know who doesn't, but I do. And um, I would have to put that. Yeah, I've been listening to that one on repeat a lot. So it would probably be that one. Oh, I love it. I'm going to listen to it after. So I think mine would be... So I don't know. I forget the girl who's in it, but it's a song like Let It Be, Florida, Georgia Line, and somebody else. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. If it's meant to be, it'll be that one. Yeah, yeah. I I literally listen to that song on repeat because every time it shuffles on my iTunes, I just I just click repeat. I can listen to it all the time. Or a Britney song. I was going to – I was a little surprised you didn't say Britney. Well – because I've literally listened to every Britney song like 25,000 times. But if I were to choose just one Britney song to listen to, it'd be Circus. Okay. Well, if we're going to take it back, then I would pick 98 Degrees. I do cherish you. Oh, you're such a romantic. I really am. I don't know what the hell is going on. But anyway. Will um, that be your wedding song one day? You know what? You know what? It might just be. Yes. Um, I think it should. It is. It is. Okay, here we go. What's your biggest pet peeve? I have so many. (laughs) I literally do. I but I hate when people crack their knuckles. Oh, stop. Hate it. Hate it. 
Oh. Like, it, it literally, like, freaks me out. Oh, are, you, are you okay? Yes, uh, but I, I just heard it in my head. <laughs> um, so, the one and the only, I, please, Laura, please don't. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Yeah, please don't do it because I literally will disconnect. <laughs> um, and that's a threat. Um, is the M word. Don't repeat it. Don't say it. I just, I just hate it. And for those of you who want to know what it is, hit up Laura. I'm not repeating myself, but, um, (laughs) that that's my biggest, biggest pet peeve. So I can correlate with you and how you feel about when people crack their knuckles. So I'm going to do an Insta story this week of (laughs) your pet peeve I and I'm going to reveal it. Really? All right. Well, I'm going to unfollow us. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you when I'm going to do it. So beware. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Next question. If you could live anywhere else, where would it be? So one out in the U.S. and then one outside of the U.S. Okay. Well, that's easy. Inside the U.S., definitely Florida. As you know, we're moving. Yes, soon. girl. So we're going to be podcasting yes, live from Florida. <laughs> Sunshine State. Um, and outside the country, for sure, Aruba. I fucking love Aruba. Oh, beach girl. Yes, yes. I love Aruba. I would go there tomorrow and the day after tomorrow and the day after that. Uh, if you haven't gone, go. It's a great, great island. And they don't call it one happy island for nothing. I was about to say, is it like the happiest island? It really. Oh, my God. I had, like, seriously, the best time. Oh, I got to make it there. But um, I agree. Florida would be my U.S. state, too. I love it there. And if I were to live outside of the U.S., I would live in Paris. Ooh, yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, I love Paris. Especially, like, Paris on a Sunday. I don't know. What's It's it's romantique. Like, Paris on a Sunday. Okay. You know, Sunday just has that vibe, and then Paris has a vibe, and a rainy day in Paris on a Sunday. Please. Well, yeah well I didn't know I didn't know if they have like a Sunday fun day in Paris I'm like wait what's in sun- uh, what's in Paris on Sunday no it's just so romantic like imagine like it raining waking up on a Sunday in Paris and you're taking your book down to the cafe and smoking a cigarette that you don't smoke and drinking your cappuccino it's it's a it's a vibe um is that the place that they have that bridge that they have the locks on it yes yeah I'll make it there one day Yes, we'll podcast live from there too. Imagine taking the lunchbox shots and going international, doing Fuck. a tour. Fuck yes, put that on our vision board. Oh, putting it international, international nonetheless. Here I'm thinking we're gonna go to state to state, or maybe, or maybe city to city. But okay, international. I love it. We're doing international. We're gonna be like Kylie Jenner skin tour. Like we're gonna be that big. <laughs> oh my god um if you had to choose to live without one of your five senses which one would you give up oh man you're welcome so i've actually thought about this one a lot <laughs> on, well first of all like... hold on time out I just want our listeners to know uh, we did not disclose these questions. So I don't know what she's <laughs> we talking didn't. about. So remember when I said before, if I could be more present, I would. Because in my head, like, these are the things I think about. Clearly. Like, I'm very, I'm a very strange girl. So I think if I were to go without 
a scent, it would be um, my listening, my hearing. Really? Yeah. Why? Just because, I mean, I want to see, obviously. I want to taste. I want to touch. And I want to smell. Because those are so, like, highly, like, sensual, like, senses. I wouldn't want to lose any. Like, imagine. Because then if you lose your sense of smell, then you can't really taste. So that's, like, losing two senses in one. No, I don't. I don't. I don't agree. I because I was gonna say when you asked me, I was gonna say smell. What? Yeah, because I don't want. Like, I'm okay with not smelling things all the time. I'm still How? gonna be able to because I could taste. I'm. I mean, I'm gonna be able to taste things. Like, the no, texture. you cannot. Says who? Once you lose your sense of smell, like you'll never taste what a cookie tastes like or a pepper or nothing will have flavor. Yeah. But at one point I knew what that was, you know what I'm saying? So I, I would, the smell I'm okay without, cause I already know what these things taste like. And it's not like I'm going to lose it like a hundred percent. Cause I already know what that tastes like. You know what I'm saying? And I'm you like, would never want to smell a crisp fall morning or a pumpkin candle ever again in your life. When you put it that way, or the way like a man smells after he comes out of a shower, <laughs> like yeah, on. when you put it that way, I don't know if I could live without my mahogany teakwood and Abercrombie and Fitch men's cologne. You're exactly, right. and I know you spray that shit all the time, so <laughs> I don't. You gotta reevaluate and process well, this question. Yeah, no, no, I you know, maybe if you know what, but that's part of growing up and changing, and I really because I can't. I would want to see. Okay. I would want to hear. Okay. I would want to touch. You know what I mean? So, like... Would you really want to hear, though? Yeah, of course. Oh, my... Girl, you know me and music. I can't oh, live without true. music. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, no. That's a good... That's a hard question. That's a good question. Yeah, I'm going to stand by, behind my not tasting. All right. I mean, smelling. Sorry. All right. Got it. Yeah. Um, you're up. So, my next question is, if you could jump into a pool... Full of something, what would it be? Ice cream. Oh, any particular flavor? Chocolate. And you don't think you'll freeze by the time you get to the bottom? No, bitch, because I'm going to eat all of it. (laughs) I can't. I love it. So if I could jump into a pool full of anything, it'd be Swedish fish. Laura, we're literally meant to be like related. You know that's my favorite candy. I love (laughs) Swedish fish, too. I know, I know jumping into a pool of swedish fish like that's like fucking cloud candy see i would have said that but after like i divulge in them like all the time i get a tummy ache so that's why i didn't say that (laughs) oh man girl i know but imagine just like swimming around in swedish fish yeah imagine swimming around in ice cream oh my god that would be amazing mine would be like cookies and cream yeah i know from carvel oh so good um okay how about this one what's the most used word like (laughs) mine too i say like especially so starting this podcast we have this new opportunity to really listen to the way we speak more so than i think i've ever had in my entire life and i'm like holy shit i say like so much Mm -hmm, i don't think you say it that much i am no to be honest with you due to our podcast i have been I was more self-aware of it. Yes. And I have decreased the usage of it. 
but I still utilize it. And that's the thing I'm still working on. It's not as easy as it sounds. It's not. So I'm, is we sort of use it as a filler. And you're right. right. We do. And I find, because I've also been more aware of it because of our podcast. And I find that when I speak slower, I don't use it as much because I'm very intentional and aware of what's coming out of my mouth versus Mm -hmm. when I'm like, it's always like, 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 like. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So my next and last question is very simple. And I know this answer. But I want all of our listeners to know, what is your favorite color? Yellow. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And for you, because I know too. So now I have a new favorite color. What? I mean, although I don't know if it's a new favorite color, but my favorite color is gold. Um, that's new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, now I'm obsessed with gold. Is gold even a color? It is now. Where the hell did this happen? I mean, it's just, I mean, I've always loved gold. It's always been up there, but lately I've just wanted everything gold. Oh, okay. That's yeah. What did you, what was my favorite color when you last thought, when we last spoke about my favorite color? Pink. Oh yeah. I love my pink, but hot pink. Yeah. Well, I was just, yeah. Yeah. I would say hot pink and gold are like my two top favorites. That's fine. I, I could live with that. Um, okay, my last one. If you could take only three items with you to a des- deserted island, what would it be? Avocado. <laughs> um, a journal mm. and a pen. Really? 100%. I need something to eat and something to reflect. Oh, my God. We are Okay, this is where we're opposite. Although oh, I could I could have seen the avocado coming, but Avi, what am I gonna eat? Um, yeah. Well. Oh sure. wait, how would how would I even open the avocado? Your teeth. I can't cut through that skin. Can you? I'm gonna try. Well, when it's mushy, like well, yeah. I mean, not when it's hard, obviously, but when it gets mushier, why not? Oh, that's that's true. Okay, go. Okay, so I guess I didn't think of it as, like, I needed other things to eat and use, but I don't know. I was just being, like, what I can't, I guess, what I can't live without right now. And so the first one is Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, the whole menu? Um, no, just, no, just I, your favorite. Yeah, your just favorite. what I get all the time. Um, the second one, see, I thought about this, like, in depth, but then I don't know if this worked. I would be my cell phone. So I could, you know, be on social media, work from the island. <laughs> I could do all these things. But then I'm like, wait, there's no Wi-Fi. So I don't know how that works. But mm-hmm. I didn't really think that one through. But then the other one I was going to say is Spotify. So I, we could still, um, you know, podcast and, util- and then listen to my music on it. Oh, I love it. But it's still tied into my cell phone. So is that really three items? I don't know. You do a, the math on that. No, I think it's still two. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, then, then your third one would be Wi-Fi. Oh, there you go. Could you? Yeah. That's not an item, but okay. I mean, we'd have to, like, get it from somewhere. But, yeah, I, yeah, I would not bring my cell phone. Yeah, clearly. You want to write and think and process. Yeah, yeah, I'd become, like, this. Yeah, I'd become a writer or I'd just go deep in my thoughts and become, like, um, an island monk or something. Good for you. Yes, girl. I love these questions. I love that. I love it. So uh, 
Our last segment of the night is our gratitude. What are you grateful for this week? And we really hope you listeners are also on the other end doing gratitude lists with us because I feel like it's so important to just be humble and realize how much you have in your life. Yes, for sure. Um, So this week, I am super, super grateful my back. So... My neck. My back. No, 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 no. Not in that minute. What is up with you tonight? You're taking everything the wrong way. (laughs) I don't know. It's Miami. Clearly. Anyway, so for those of you who know me this week, I've had a shitty effing time with my back this week. So I am fully recuperated. I am on the mend. And I really don't take for, uh, no, I'm sorry. I do take for granted how like when your back does not go out and how you're able to do so much stuff. And when you pull something and you're literally bound to your couch. So I am super grateful for it and I need to appreciate it more because my God, is it the worst thing ever? Oh, I'm so happy you're feeling better. Yeah, it was awful. Oh my gosh, girl. So my thing this week that I'm grateful for is my family because I really did have such an awesome time with my with my cousins this past weekend in Miami. And I don't know, it just reminded me like it brings you back to childhood and all those stories. And also now we're just a new generation and we have our own traditions. And it's like so cool to sort of live together and have these moments and just have fun together. And speaking of family, I actually want to shout out my cousin Valerie this week, who is one of our most loyal listeners. Thank you, Val. We really appreciate you tuning in and listening and we love you, and we love all your comments and your support. Yes. Hey, Val. Thank you so much for listening, and I love, love her feedback. It's so true, and she keep, like keeps it 100 with us, so thank you yes. so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you, Val. Yes, love you. So that is all we have this week for you guys. I mean, not all. It was a pretty lengthy episode, but we hope you guys loved it. Yes, and you know where to catch us every Monday here on Spotify. If you haven't already, click that follow button as well as our Instagram page at Lunchbox Chats. Yes, we will see you on there. We have lots of stories to do this week, eh? Yeah, so we, do. we will keep up with our gram. But until next week, guys, keep it real. Have a great week. We love you. See ya. Bye.